Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. Go. Hey, man. How are you? Doing well. How are you? I'm great. It's Friday. You know I love Fridays. Yes. It's the February 18th episode of uh, Um Yeah Sports Podcast. Mm-hmm. Episode, I don't know. 137? 137. 137. Yeah. Very good. So uh, I was uh, kind of scrolling the umyasports.com website. Uh, listeners, if you haven't checked that out, I encourage you to do so. Um, but I was on there uh, getting my news, uh, sports news, saw the article, I think it was from Yard Barker, about Tom Brady and Bruce Arians, and maybe they're not getting along so great at the end there. Maybe they're being undermined by uh, Bruce Arians, like uh, so like... Brady and and uh, Leftwich would yeah. like do work in the morning while Arians is rehabbing and and then uh, Arians would come in after his rehabbing and because uh, he I guess he he blew out he uh, tore his Achilles and had surgery and had to rehab that and so uh, then he would come in and like you know kind of scratch out what they had worked on and make changes and they felt like that was undermining yeah I don't know so that's the rumor no other no other. Rumors have circulated about the two of them not getting along, right? Right, yeah. That's the so, first thing that we've heard of it. Yeah. But it's interesting to, because, I mean, if that's true, maybe it was just hidden about it. I don't know. But we'll see, because obviously when a report like this comes out, there's usually uh, many more articles that come out around the same topics yeah. and talk about all that. Yeah. Um, but it seems like that seems like that dynamic could have happened. I mean, I think from what I've read and heard, uh, from his time in Tampa, Bruce Arians trusted him and like trusted his leadership and trusted he was doing. So I, I feel like that kind of seems likely and kind of doesn't at the same time because I, I don't know if maybe there was some some stuff where Bruce Arians didn't want Tom Brady to tell him no on the on the field and does his own thing because I know Leftwich and him had that kind of dynamic yeah. a little bit when they were playing, but. Um, yeah, I I think that's an interesting thing is because I mean is isn't Bruce Arians more of a defensive minded guy anyway than than a, I thought he was an offense is he my offense okay yeah, he was the offensive guy so that would make more sense but I mean yeah I mean if, if he has to be able to like because that seems a little odd that a the head coach would do that to his offensive coordinator when they're working on a game plan and whatnot obviously the head coach would help with the game plan and whatnot but maybe just offer some critiques to it not just. So slash through the whole thing and try to figure out what what you think is best for the team. But I mean, it, it would maybe make a little more sense to why he retired. If a rumor like that was true, if that's why he ended up leaving uh, and, and didn't want to cause any turmoil within the organization and didn't say anything. Um, and that maybe also why he didn't say anything to Tampa before he retired, because when the whole retirement thing was happening, everyone's like, he didn't mention anything about it uh, to Tampa. And then it kind of came out to ESPN and then it took a little while. Maybe that also could be why maybe there's some things going on below the surface. Uh, usually, I mean, not usually, but I mean, right before he left um, the Patriots, him and Belichick weren't really getting along. So maybe a similar thing was happening here. Uh, it, it really just, it's an early report, but I thought it was an interesting one because I mean, well, it, I mean, I, I'm, I see stuff out there as, you know, Arians, doesn't even attend the offensive meetings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like from what I read, like I bought a book about the time when they got Tom Brady, and it was to, the way you read it, it would seem like Bruce Arians lets his offense and defensive coordinators do their thing and create a game plan to win. That's really what it seems like happens. Um, and so it seems like it'd be kind of odd for him to break pattern like that and then just randomly 
start <laughs> getting his hands involved in everything and kind of making moves like that because, like, like you said, he's usually more of a guy that likes to go along with his coaches and his players as opposed to kind of, I mean, obviously in practice he'll, he'll, he'll lead and guide things, but during like games and creating things, that doesn't seem very likely. But, I mean, this it makes sense in a lot of ways. In some ways it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We'll know a lot more over the next couple of days because, like I said, the reports will start flooding from something like this, and it really won't be put to bed until we get something from Tom Brady. But yeah. uh, I think that's an interesting an interesting uh, report and something that people are going to really look into. Yeah. So the Titans are, uh, I guess, unhappy with uh, the the field there, Nissan Field. They want Nissan an upgrade. Stadium. Yeah, they want Nissan an upgrade. Nissan Stadium, sorry. They want an upgrade. Yeah. They want a very similar to – I mean, a lot of stadiums are getting upgrades uh, the Bears, they're th- trying to leave or get a new stadium. Uh, Gillette Stadium is going to get an upgrade, I think, this year into next year. Uh, and now Tennessee wants to not only just fix the structural issues that kind of comes from a stadium, but they'd like to com- completely rebuild and throw a bunch of money at it and see what they can do. So are they looking at, at like, building a whole, let's say, let's see. It, it looks like they want to do, like, Renovations more so than... But then they also mentioned kind of wanting to, like, rebuild, and they're talking to the city about rebuilding the whole thing and try to make something happen from it. I mean, they might be... I think Vanderbilt has a stadium, right? They could go play over they there. They could go play there while it's rebuilding and stuff. There's options, but it just really depends about the money and how the city reacts to it and everything. The city doesn't want to lose Tennessee to a different uh, city because they have to move to get a new stadium, yeah. which has happened. I, I don't think that's going have it for Tennessee but it'd be interesting to see if if they're able to get their wish on it and see if they're able to move things along obviously it takes quite a bit to be able to move from city from a city because the Chicago Bears have been talking about moving uh, from Soldier Field for a long time and we're still waiting on any new reports on did they get to work are they moving are they rebuilding are they doing anything yeah, there's a lot of question marks that have to left to be answered if you want to do something like that but I think a large part of these rebuilds and these city moves have come from a lot from the SoFi Stadium and Allegiant Stadium that the uh, Raiders, the Chargers, and the Rams respectively play at. But they now other teams want to kind of rebuild and see what they can do and see what they can make of their stadiums because, I mean, the stadiums are kind of going to this more futuristic yeah. look. Uh, I think that kind of cool look of being able to, and I want to see most stadiums go this way as well because outdoor venues are cool, but when it's like raining and stuff, it's miserable for the fans and they have the little overhang, but then if you sit too low, you actually get hit still. But that type of SoFi stadium where it has that mesh on top, which allows the sun to go through, but not the elements of rain and uh, other weather, not snow because it's not going to really snow in um, California. but Not usually. But rain and thunder and stuff, and it won't be as much of a threat because it's a screen up there. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, obviously, that stadium costs a lot of money to build. But since they already have the bones of it, they could add stuff to it. I think a lot of these stadiums could look pretty cool with some upgrades to them. But, yeah, I mean, it was surprising when I read the report that they want to, I mean, rebuild. Obviously, over time, stadiums have to be reconstructed, get uh, metal and other materials into it, make sure it's more sturdy something that uh, fedex field or is that fedex or washington football team yeah actually FedEx, washington commanders FedEx field. Yep. yeah the fa- uh, fedex stadium needs to be fixed up that's something that really desperately needs to be fixed up tennessee could wait <laughs> that one needs to be a focus of the league but yeah i i think i think this there's going to be a, over the next couple of years we're going to see a lot of rebuilds uh renovations and things to these stadiums to make them kind of follow the trend of time because not every team's going to be moving uh, to a different uh, to a different city or no, uh, and that's crappy. You can't just be constantly moving, right? You can't keep moving, so you're gonna 
over time want to rebuild your stadium to get to with the times of these other teams that are are moving or are getting new stadiums to see what you can do with yours uh which is kind of a cool time because then you're gonna have a lot of new stadiums a lot of cool stadiums popping up and a lot of there's a, a lot, lot of money, money there's a lot of a lot money of money being prioritized into these things yeah but if you spend the money more fans will come because everyone likes those new yeah. those new things and yeah. nfl is such a popular thing at this point that you put a little money into it you'll make a lot back all right let's uh let's jump over to the uh national basketball association the nba and uh, let's talk for just a second about the All-Star Game. When is the All-Star Game? Sunday. Sunday is the All-Star Game. And In it Cleveland. Is, uh, it is Team Durant versus... Team LeBron. Team, Team James. Team James, yes. Okay. All right. And, they, and, and so that means Durant got the most number of votes for... His conference. His conference. And LeBron got the most number of votes for his conference. And then they get to be captains of the team they got to pick the teams is that yeah that's correct pick the pick who went on the uh, team who picks yeah they pick their starters and they pick the reserve players and yeah that happened uh i think a week ago okay. just about a week ago all right who's gonna win uh in my opinion if you if you look at the rosters uh which i'll post i mean sports tomorrow um it, it's very interesting i think the bron james is i mean they're both really good uh, in their own way, but I feel like LeBron, uh, LeBron James's team is more star-studded than than LeBron or than um, Kevin Durant. Plus, Kevin Durant will not play in the All-Star Game, so that's a big blow. Um, but I mean, when you have Stephen Curry, Giannis, DeMar DeRozan, LeBron James, Jokic, uh, Jimmy Butler, Luca, James Harden, Donovan Mitchell. Chris Paul and Fred Van Lee on your team, you have a pretty star-studded roster. And a lot of these guys are good three-point shooters and good mid-range jumpers. And you don't have to deal with a whole lot of defense in these all-star games. They're usually pretty high scoring. And usually a lot of uh, flashy plays go on in these games. So I think when you have a, a roster like that or a team that can hit the three really well, and then you have some bigs that can definitely uh, terrorize in the, in the paint, which they've been doing for quite some time, is going to be very helpful for them. And like I said, when they don't have defense, most of the guys that he drafted, he doesn't have a whole lot of height for LeBron James's team, but they have a lot of really good shooters. So I think that's going to be really helpful for him. So I think it's going to be team LeBron winning this game. I think because I like the all-star games because they're so high scoring and there's so many really cool plays in them and they're doing things you wouldn't really seen in normal games. So I think that's also kind of fun for it. Uh, so, but yeah, if I had to pick LeBron James's team, I think the final score just because it's fun to do final scores. Uh, I think it would be like 103 to like 115 LeBron James's team, uh, which I guess would be what the West is that what the well it's not it's all mixed up right because they yeah. can each pick were they picking from like they they're picking just from picking... just uh, all of the All Stars regardless of conference right yeah they're just picking them yeah bringing them in and yeah and also they've got Monty Williams as their as their coach which is the best has is the coach of the best team in the national or in the NBA right now. So that's also some for him, but yeah. Uh, and it looks like it will start the all-stars today and starts at 8 PM Eastern time. So like, isn't this like over the weekend they do all the crazy, like, dunk yeah, they've got the dunk contest. Everything's going on. Yeah. Uh, the, during the, uh, let's see, yeah, February 20th. So you'll get that. And then they get the dunk contest, which are always fun as well. We'll yep. see exactly how that goes down. Unfortunately right. for me, there's no Portland Trailblazers in here, so huh. okay. because of their uh, poor record. All right. Okay. Well, um, before we get out of here, you've got another trivia question for me. Yes. And okay. this one, since it is Friday. It is Friday. You got to answer it today. I got to answer it now? You got to answer it today. 
good grief. Best That's not how this works. Yeah, it's We're how it works. We're like a cliffhanger. No, you got to answer it today. Okay. Okay, so I've got three options for you. All right. Who has the most home runs ever out of these three guys? Okay, wait, pause. Yeah. So before we get on to this, one thing I want to note is uh, the N- the uh, MLB has postponed the start of spring training. Yeah, I figured they were going to do that. Now, because there is no CBA. Yes. In place, and uh, they have until the twenty eighth. Aren't they to... still in like a mobile like a lockout? At this yeah, point? well, that's that's there's no agreement. So they have until the twenty eighth of February. Uh, if they don't get to an agreement by then, then we're talking about starting to uh, cut into the season and trying to figure out what's going to happen with that. So maybe we won't even get a baseball season. That's what I was worried about when I first heard all that lockout news. I'm like, this is going to be a stalemate. Before. Yeah, I mean, we've been through this. But is it a matter of money ago. for the owners? Is that what they're it's doing? It's really painful for them. What's that? It's more of a matter of money for the owners, right? At this well, point? it's a matter of money for everybody. Yeah, yeah. everything yeah. money. It's all about money. So anyway, okay, sorry, go ahead. So restage question. So who has the most home runs most ever home runs. out of these three guys? Okay. One of these guys has the most home runs. Uh, Barry Bonds, Babe Ruth, or Ken Griffey Jr.? Okay. And is there an asterisk next to it? Uh, it's going to be Barry Bonds. You think Barry Bonds is the guy? I think so. That's your second one in a row. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he also like was in, on steroids. Well, and so maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but he's significant. I mean, he has significantly more than anyone else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 762 as compared to Babe Ruth, 714. Yeah. Yep. Which is the third most. Yep. There you go. All right. Nailed it. Nailed it. With that, I'm going to go out on a high note. Yes. So thanks for hanging. Listeners, thanks for listening. If you haven't done so, please subscribe. We appreciate you. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. God bless. See you.